everybody. I hope you guys are having an awesome week. My drink of the day today is actually two drinks. I made myself two drinks to sip on for today's recording session. I uh, made myself a cold brew, no frills, just a cold brew. And I made myself an iced herbal tea with some lemon squeezed into it because I have a really hard time drinking water. I hate drinking water which is a really, really embarrassing problem to have or thing to complain about, but I just don't drink water when it's plain water. It's such a bad habit, but I do like drinking iced herbal tea with some lemon squeezed into it. Um, so I made myself one of those as well. So those are my drinks of the day, just to kind of set the scene. And in today's episode, we're going to be doing Would You Rather? We're going to be playing a game of Would You Rather? You guys tweeted at me on the Twitter at AG Podcast some Would You Rather scenarios, and then I'm going to tell you which I would rather and explain why. And, you know, some of these might be stupid, some might be kind of philosophical, and some might be in between. So regardless, I hope that we all have fun and we enjoy ourselves during the process. Let's get into it. This episode is presented by Haagen-Dazs. It's love at first bite with the new Haagen-Dazs Dulce de Leche bar featuring rich caramel Dulce de Leche ice cream swirled with thick, milky Dulce de Leche ribbons and dipped in milk chocolate. Indulgent? Yes. The perfect way to treat yourself? Absolutely. Find at retailers nationwide. That's Dawes. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Imagine you find something that you love. Maybe you see your friend wearing a cool t-shirt and you're like, oh, I want that. And then they give you the website and you go onto it and it just doesn't feel quite right. That doesn't make you want to buy that t-shirt. A good website is crucial when it comes to selling your product or a brand. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. It's okay if you don't know the first thing about design. You can choose from professionally curated layouts with the Squarespace blueprint. Squarespace even has AI that can help you kickstart or update your website copy. If you're selling products, Squarespace makes checkout seamless for your customers with simple but powerful payment methods. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain with the code EMMA. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. At eBay, authentic is always in season. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, it means their handbag experts are making sure your arm candy is nothing short of the real thing. They're checking all the details from the leather to the logo, carry-all or clutch. We all love a handbag that turns heads. Knowing it's the real deal makes it that much sweeter. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you'll carry with confidence Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Somebody said, would you rather lose the ability to lie or believe everything that you're told? I would absolutely prefer to lose my ability to lie because I don't want to lie anyway. I really do my best in life not to lie. I, I really do. I hate lying. It makes me feel shitty. My conscience will not allow me to sleep for days after I lie. Like, I just can't lie. I just 
feel far too much guilt. And a lot of times when I do lie, I end up telling the truth like 20 minutes later anyway. I just, I'm not good at lying. It makes me feel so disgusting and terrible that I can't ever do it successfully. The only time that I lie where I don't feel guilty about it and it would be really a shame if I wasn't able to lie would be when somebody asks me like what I think of their outfit or what I think of, you know, something creative that they made. Deep down, I might think it's awful and terrible. Um, I'm still going to lie about it. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm that person. I will never ever tell someone to their face that I don't like their outfit. If it's somebody I'm really close to and they're asking me genuinely for my opinion, I might give constructive criticism, but I will never say I don't like something because I just don't think it's necessary. I don't want to go there. Um, I, I really don't think that it's helpful to tell someone that their outfit sucks to their face. Even if they ask, I really, I think you're better off just lying. And that's my opinion. And I mean, listen, when people are honest with me, when I ask them what they think of something, you know, like what I'm wearing or if they like the painting I just made, like when I ask somebody for their opinion and they give me their honest opinion and they're like, this is actually terrible. Um, I appreciate that. I do. I, I can appreciate that and not be offended by it 99% of the time. But for whatever reason, I don't have it in me to tell the 100% truth in those scenarios. And people should just know better than to ask me. Like people should know if they're in my life that I'm going to lie. If they ask me if I like their outfit, I will lie if I don't like it and tell them that it is the best outfit that they've ever put on because I just don't have it in me to tell the truth in that scenario. So that's the only place where not being able to lie would be tough. But otherwise, I really don't like lying and avoid it at all costs. Somebody said, would you rather not be able to think anymore or not be able to speak anymore? 100% I would rather not be able to speak because the thought of not being able to think sends me down an existential crisis. I don't need to speak. To be completely honest, I think I've spoken enough in the 20 years I've been alive to last me for the rest of my life. Like I've, I'm a talker, okay? And I've done a lot of talking in my life already. I don't really think I need to talk anymore. If that was taken away from me, you know what? It's fine. I've, I've spoken a lot um, and enough to last me for the rest of my life. Whereas I have not thought enough in my life yet. I've not thought enough in my life. Um, if I lost my ability to think, then I wouldn't be able to grow in any way. And then it's like, what's the point of life? If I lost my ability to speak, I could still think and say, write a book or make music. You know what I mean? Like there's other things. Not that I make fucking music. I've never made music in my life. But then again, if I lost the ability to speak, I would probably end up taking up new hobbies because I would need something to do other than speak because I speak so much right now that if we removed speaking from my life, I'd have a lot of free time to do things like make music and write a book. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Moral of the story is I could still express myself in a thoughtful way, even if I couldn't speak. Whereas if I couldn't think, 
but I could still speak. What would I speak about? I, there'd be nothing to speak about because I wouldn't be thinking about anything. Moving on. <laughs> Somebody said, as a vegetarian, would you rather eat fish or chicken? So fun fact, I am a vegetarian. I grew up a vegetarian. My parents raised me vegetarian. And so I've never habitually ate meat in my life. I've obviously tried meat. I've tried almost all forms of meat, but I don't eat it much at all. I mean, occasionally, you know, there's a slice of pepperoni pizza that's calling my name or, you know, there's bacon in the side of Brussels sprouts that I order at a restaurant. And I'm not going to make a fuss about it just because I tend to take the path of least resistance in life. Um, and I don't want to be like, can you take this back and pick out all the bacon? I just don't have that in me. Okay. Um, anyway, so I am familiar with meat and what it tastes like, but it's been a while. Like I haven't had fish or chicken in probably three years. Actually, I did have a bite of orange chicken maybe six months ago. Somebody was eating orange chicken and I was like, can I please have a bite of that? Like I've always wanted to try that. And I took a bite of it and it was mediocre at best, honestly. Um, I would rather eat fish than eat chicken. I've tried both and I think fish is much tastier and has a much better texture. Whereas chicken has the worst texture of all time. Uh, I really don't like the texture of it. It's so like weirdly dry and chewy in like the worst way. The only time chicken has ever tasted okay to me is like fried chicken because it ha ev anything that's fried tastes good. Sorry. Sorry. But like a cold shredded up piece of chicken breast is so unfortunate. Like it tastes so bad and it's not good. I don't like it. Um, whereas like fish can be very delicate and, you know, it absorbs flavor so nicely. I don't know. I just think fish is better. So I'd rather eat fish. Somebody said, would you rather eat salty food or sugary food for the rest of your life? I would rather eat salty food. Honestly, salty food is my favorite. I really don't eat a lot of sweet things. Like... For breakfast, I tend to go the savory route. You know, I, I prefer like avocado toast and eggs over a sweet bowl of oatmeal or a muffin or something. Uh, I'd prefer to eat something like potato chips as a treat rather than ice cream as a treat. So I think salty food. I just like, for whatever reason... I don't get as excited about sweet food. But then again, like when I'm eating it, I'm literally living and laughing and loving. So I definitely miss sugar, but there's so many delicious salty foods. Like I'd be fine. Would you rather have to live in Los Angeles forever or have to leave Los Angeles now and never be able to come back? I would rather leave Los Angeles now and never be able to come back. And the reason for that is, is that if I look into my future, do I want to live in Los Angeles for more than another few years? No, I don't think I mentally could do it. 
the reason for that being, number one, you can't walk anywhere. And I love walking. I love being able to walk out of my front door in the morning and go walk and get coffee or go walk to pick up a few things from the grocery store. I love that. And in Los Angeles, that's not really an option. Also, at some point, I would like to move somewhere that's a little bit less populated. I There's so many people in Los Angeles, so many people. And it would be so nice to be able to pull into a parking lot at the grocery store and not have to wait 20 minutes for parking. Um, LA is very populated and that is exhausting and makes everything 10 times more exhausting than it has to be. Um, also, a lot of the people in Los Angeles that I know anyway are in the same industry as me. And to be honest, I would love to be able to get out of LA and kind of have some distance from the people in my industry because it's a little bit exhausting seeing people that are in the same line of work as me at the grocery store and at coffee shops that I go to and at restaurants I go to, it'd be nice to be able to go out to dinner and not have to see those people. But because there are so many people in my line of work in Los Angeles, it's very hard to avoid those people. And because we're in the same line of work, we know each other, which means that I have to say hi. And then it's like, oh my God, we should hang out soon. And then I'm like, oh, wow, yes. But deep down, I'm like, no, no, I don't really want to do that. And so it'd be nice to kind of be more... Um, removed from my industry at some point. Uh, last but not least, I think that LA has some toxic social elements. I'm not saying all of Los Angeles because there are so many people here and so many different communities here. So I'm more talking about the, you know, communities that I'm a part of, right? Here, um, there's a lot of toxic qualities you know the values the stereotypical values of people that live here are not the best at least in my circles that I'm in um, and so it'd be nice to kind of break free from that and start over somewhere else at some point because although you know in theory I could start over here it's very hard to do that because I don't have to I'm already in you know circles here and it's very hard to look outside of that um I already know a lot of people here majority of them being in my industry and it's hard to be like okay this kind of community I'm a part of specifically people in my industry this community is not suiting me I don't align with the morals and the values of these people I'm going to look outside of that still in Los Angeles, but outside of that, it's very hard to do that. And I've struggled with that ever since I've moved here, looking outside of my specific LA bubble. And I think I'd be forced to look outside of it if I were in a place where there wasn't this comfortable bubble of people in my industry that are so close to me and around me. Does that make sense? Anywho, uh, I would love to leave LA. That's the moral of that story. Somebody said, would you rather have a child right now or never be able to have children? I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'd actually rather have a child now. 
and listen, don't get me wrong. Having a child right now could not be more terrifying to me. There's nothing I want to do less than have a child right now. I'm not interested in having a child right now. But I know that I do want children in my future. I know that for almost a fact. And I know that I could handle having a child right now. Would it be extremely difficult? Yes. Would I have to change my entire life and restructure my entire life and sacrifice a lot? Absolutely. But long term, I would rather be able to have a child at some point than at no point at all. You know, I'm by choosing to have a child now in this theoretical situation, I'm trying to think of my future self. What would my future self want? You know, like when I'm 30, am I going to be really upset that I gave up the opportunity? And in this scenario, my only opportunity to have a child? Yes, I would be upset. So I would rather have a child now. Somebody said, would you rather die now or live forever? This is so hard. But honestly, I think I would live forever. And that's something that I'm actually shocked that I'm saying because I am somebody that struggles with um, depression occasionally. I'm actually doing really good right now and I'm not really in a depressive episode. So that's probably why I'm answering as I am. Whereas when I'm in a depressive episode, that answer might change a little bit. Um, But right now, anyway, I don't want to die. Like there's a lot of things that I would like to do still and although living forever sounds terrible it doesn't sound as terrible as dying now and just everything being over you know um I'm in a really interesting spot in my life now where I'm kind of soul searching in a way trying to figure out what I want to do next in life career-wise, personal-wise, like everything. I'm really just trying to figure out what adult Emma cares about and wants to do with her life. Um, Because teenage Emma already accomplished what she wanted to do. So now I'm soul-searching, trying to figure out what adult Emma wants to do. And that process has been really interesting and exciting. And I don't I would be so sad to throw that away now and die. I'd rather just live forever. And the other thing about living forever that would be kind of fun would be that at a certain point, I could just kind of relax and go on vacations and be a really cool old person that wears like cute reading glasses and cute sweaters and I could just be like a voice of wisdom for people around me and that would be kind of a beautiful thing because I would never die so I would be very old which means I would have a lot of wisdom somebody said would you rather somebody see all of the photos in your phone or read all of your text messages I would rather someone see all of my photos because 
honestly, like my camera roll really is not that embarrassing. Like I don't have any like, basically I don't have any nudes in there. So like I don't have anything to lose there. I mean, listen, I have some like embarrassing selfies in there. That would suck. Like that would be really hard for me. Cause I, you know what? I'm human. I take a selfie here and there and sometimes they're ugly and unfortunate in my opinion. And that would be really hard for me to share with others. I would not, I don't want people to see those. Um, but at the same time, that would be a lot less bad than people reading my text messages because I do talk shit in my texts. Whereas I don't talk shit in my camera roll. There's no insulting content in my camera roll. Whereas in my texts, I will occasionally talk shit. I, I don't do it a lot, but I definitely have done it before. And I, that is scary to me. Like I get really freaked out when people look on my phone, not because of even my camera roll, but more because of my texts, because I do like, I have talked shit about people in my texts. Um, so like, that's what I'm more afraid of. And I'm admitting that I talk shit in my texts because I'm human and humans talk shit sometimes. It's it's actually, in my opinion, I think it's crucial. I think you have to talk shit sometimes. Um, I especially talk shit to my mom. Like if somebody were to go through my texts between my mom and I, there's, uh, there's not a scarier idea in my mind because I don't really talk shit to many people. I mainly just talk shit to my mom. My mom knows all of my opinions on everybody and all of that is in my texts with her and due to that I cannot and will not ever let anybody read my texts in general but especially with my mom this episode is brought to you by eBay authenticity guarantee at eBay authentic is always in season when you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, it means their handbag experts are making sure your arm candy is nothing short of the real thing. They're checking all the details from the leather to the logo, carry all or clutch. We all love a handbag that turns heads. Knowing it's the real deal makes it that much sweeter. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you'll carry with confidence. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. Dating can be exhausting. Even just getting to the dating stage is a little bit overwhelming. You know, I'm not somebody who loves casually dating. I like to be in a relationship. Finding somebody you're attracted to is challenging enough, but then making sure that you're compatible is a whole other challenge. Well, Bumble is helping take some of the pressure off. Now you can make the first move or not. It's entirely up to you. Thanks to Bumble's new feature, opening moves. It's a simple way to start conversations. Just choose a question and let your matches reply to kick off the chat. Try opening moves on the new Bumble. Download Bumble now. Somebody said, would you rather be able to talk with animals or speak all foreign languages? A thousand percent, I'd prefer to speak all foreign languages because listen, as fun as it would be to be able to talk to my cats, one of my favorite things about my cats is that we don't talk. I love that part. They are the perfect roommates. They don't talk to me. 
and they have soft fur that I can touch and they're cute to look at and they make virtually no sounds like they're great. You know what I'm saying? I don't actually want to be able to talk to animals because I enjoy the fact that we can't communicate. I feel like it it allows a special type of appreciation between each other. The fact that we can't speak, but yet we still have a bond that goes beyond words. And that is so cool and special. Um, so I like that I can't speak to animals. I think it would be fun, I guess, if that was possible, but because I don't mind the fact that it's not possible. On the other hand, I would love to be able to speak other languages so that when I travel to foreign countries, people aren't as frustrated with me because I am really bad at learning languages. I'm I'm absolutely terrible at it. I'm great at math for some reason, but I cannot learn another language for some reason. Like that's just something my brain does not get. Um, and because of that, I'm bad at even adopting a few words when I'm traveling. Like for example, I've been to Paris quite a few times within the past few years and I've spent a decent amount of time there, like weeks at a time. And I still, even after traveling there multiple times, know maybe five words. And that's not me exaggerating, maybe five words. And people get frustrated with me. And I understand why, because I'm annoying and a nuisance. Um, and I wish I just could speak to anyone on the whole planet, no matter what language they speak. Um, because number one, traveling would be a lot less stressful. And number two, because it would open me up to a whole new world of perspectives that I wouldn't have had access to otherwise. Think about how many more people you could hear perspectives from if you were able to understand all languages. I mean, you could talk to anybody on this planet and have a meaningful conversation. And that's something that is impossible if you can't speak all languages. If you can't speak all languages, you can only really communicate with so many people. So I think that would be really cool. Anyway, next somebody said, would you rather go to your past or go to your future? I would rather go to my past because I don't wanna know what's coming next. I like to keep my future in the future. I don't want to know what's going to happen. I don't want to know. And the reason for that is because I want to live every day freely and without any burdens. And if I knew what was coming next in my life, I might alter my behavior. I might not make the same decisions that I would have out of impulse, you know what I mean? Or out of, yeah, it would just, it would change the way that I behave. And I like behaving based on the moment. 
I don't want to know what is coming next. I don't want to know when I die. I don't want to know when I have kids. I don't want to know when I get married. I don't want to know if I get a new job and when I get a new job. I don't want to know. I don't want to know anything about what's coming next. I just want it to unfold in front of me um, as it will. And that's that. Whereas my past, I already know what happened. So if I were to have to go back there and relive something, that you know, there's no harm in that, right? Because I've already lived it once. So living it again wouldn't really change the trajectory of my life. So that's that. I honestly, though, I wouldn't really like to go back in time either. I, if it was up to me, I would rather not go into my past or go into my future. I just want to live in the moment. I really don't like messing with time. I don't like that. I feel like everything happens as it may in the order that it may. And I don't want to mess with that. You know, that's why I try not to have regrets because, you know, everything I've ever done in my whole life happened as it should have so that I could become the person I am now. Do I still get angry at myself for mistakes I've made in the past? For sure. For sure I do. But every time I find myself feeling regretful, I remind myself that I wouldn't be who I am experiencing life in the way that I am now without those experiences and I should not feel any guilt because nobody was even harmed in the process. I'm just embarrassed. You know what I mean? I'm embarrassed of things that I've done and I regret them. But nobody was harmed, so there's no reason to feel regretful. And they shaped me. Somebody said, would you rather shit your pants in public or kiss a random guy? So, okay, let's really break this one down. Um, Kissing a random guy could be awesome and totally not a big deal if you are attracted to the guy. But if you are not, then it could be absolutely traumatizing. So by choosing that option, I am really playing Russian roulette here. And I don't know if I feel good about that. Also, I don't, I'm not somebody who's ever really liked kissing random people. I remember in high school, I went to a concert and I don't know if I've told these stories before. Maybe one day I'll do an episode about all the reckless things I did in high school. Although the list of reckless things I did in high school are pretty short. I haven't done that many crazy things in my life. But maybe one day I'll go through all of it. Either way, one of the crazy things I did in high school was go to a country music concert that was in a grass field. And I made out with like probably two to five random guys. Um, (laughs) And let me tell you, this was like the cool thing to do at these country concerts. Like a bunch of high school kids would go to these country concerts and just make out with random guys. It was like the thing that you did. Um, It was a Friday night activity for people in high school growing up in the area that I grew up in. Um, I felt so guilty 
and gross and nasty after I made out with all of those random guys. I felt really bad about it. It did not feel like me. I was like, this is not me. Like, I don't do, like, why'd I do that? Um, I mean, I did it to try to be cool, obviously. Um, but yeah, I really didn't enjoy that experience. So I think I would actually prefer to shit my pants in public than kiss a random guy, honestly. Um, unless it was just a peck. If it was just a peck, I would kiss the random guy. If I had to like fully like make out with some random guy, then I would choose to shit in public, shit my pants in public because honestly, I have a plan for if I ever shit my pants in public because I do have uh, IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, which basically means that my stomach is constantly having issues in one way or another. I either cannot poop for weeks or I can't stop for weeks. And there's really no happy medium for me. So I kind of have a plan for if I were to shit my pants. And listen, some of you might be really disgusted by this conversation, but I think it's an important one to have. Worst case scenario, I do shit my pants in public. I find the nearest bathroom. I take off my underwear and I throw them in the trash and I clean up my pants to the best of my ability and I do my best to try to find a way home. But really, you can think about your underwear as a diaper in that scenario and just throw it in the trash. And is that really so bad? Not really. I mean, I guess it depends on what type of poop you're having. Like if you have diarrhea, good luck. Cause that's, you know, you're not, you, good luck cleaning that up, right? But if it's not diarrhea, then you can just throw your underwear away. So anyway, I would rather shit my pants in public. Somebody said, would you rather have your kids young or old? I would rather have my kids old when I'm older simply because I think that I would be a better parent. I think the older you get, the better of a parent you become because as you get older and more mature, you become more selfless and you gain more wisdom. And overall, I think that you have the tools at an older age to be a better parent. So I would prefer to be older. But at the same time, I think that having a child at a young age is not necessarily a negative thing either. You know, you just might need to step up to the plate and, you know, work a little harder to be a good parent because you don't have the wisdom of people who have 20 years on you. You don't have the life experience. Um, it might be a little bit more difficult to be a good parent when you're younger, but it's definitely possible to be a good parent when you're young. But, but for me personally, I'd rather be old. Somebody said, would you rather be super sad but have everyone around you be happy or be super happy but have everybody around you be sad? You guys, I'm so sorry. I don't know if this is gonna change your opinion on me, but I would rather be happy <laughs> and have everybody else around me be sad. Because listen, listen, okay? I, you gotta be selfish sometimes. And I've had enough depressive episodes in my life to know that being sad, like I, when I'm in a depressive episode and I'm really fucking sad, there is not anything 
I would like, I would do anything to feel happy again. Anything. And so if I'm being honest with myself here, I would rather be happy and have everyone else around me be sad. Listen, they'll probably be happy again at some point. I just have to be selfish in this scenario. Somebody said, would you rather explore space or explore the ocean? I would personally rather explore the ocean. And the reason for that is, is that the ocean is actually on our planet, right? The ocean is like our neighbors as humans who live on land. The ocean is so close to us and we swim in the ocean. We go on boats in the ocean and and we like interact with the ocean so frequently that I would love to know what's down below there. I would love to see all of the cool creatures that are down there that are literally our neighbors. You know, that's very cool. Whereas going out into space is a little bit less exciting to me because it's so far away. It's so incredibly far away and so vast. And there's so much out there. I would prefer to explore something that is closer to home. But I mean... I would also explore both or explore neither. I've always been the type of person where I'm like, listen, I don't need to know what's really deep under the ocean and I don't really need to know what's super far out in the solar system. Like, I really don't need to know. Um, it's never set my soul on fire to research those things. I think sometimes it can actually be sort of useful to research those types of things because it helps put things into perspective it helps you realize how small you are in the grand scheme of the world and the universe and the solar system and so I don't think that having no knowledge about those things is good because I think that you need to have knowledge about those things in order to have perspective but also when it comes to the nitty-gritty of what's really out there whether or not there's aliens or whether or not there's mega squid deep down under the ocean. I'm fine if I never know that information. All I need to know is that it exists. And the fact that it exists gives me perspective and brings me peace. And that's all I need from it. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Imagine you find something that you love. Maybe you see your friend wearing a cool t-shirt and you're like, oh, I want that. And then they give you the website and you go onto it and it just doesn't feel quite right. That doesn't make you want to buy that t-shirt. A good website is crucial when it comes to selling your product or a brand. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. It's okay if you don't know the first thing about design. You can choose from professionally curated layouts with the Squarespace blueprint. Squarespace even has AI that can help you kickstart or update your website copy. If you're selling products, Squarespace makes checkout seamless for your customers with simple but powerful payment methods. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain with the code EMMA. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. When you're feeling down, sometimes it's good to be alone, but talking can also be a big help. Keeping everything bottled up is not great for your health. It 
would cause me a lot of stress and anxiety. It's almost like, I use this metaphor a lot, but it's almost like carrying a backpack around. And when you have stuff bottled up, it gets added to the backpack. And when you talk about it, you get to take it out of the backpack. Now the backpack's a little bit lighter. Once I got older and I learned how to communicate, I never stopped because I like having an empty backpack. It just feels better and my quality of life is better. When you need to talk and need a safe space, I highly recommend therapy. It's a great way to work through whatever's bothering you in a judgment-free place. There's something really special about having a resource to talk to that is not involved in your life on a personal level. So if you want to give therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, and flexible. It's also easy to get started. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash anything today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash anything. Somebody said, would you rather be TikTok famous or YouTube famous? If I were coming from a completely unbiased perspective, let's say I was not present on social media and I had never posted a YouTube video and I'd never posted a TikTok before, what would I choose? I would choose YouTube. This probably doesn't come as a shock to those of you who are familiar with me because I am a frequent user of YouTube and have been since I was a child. Um, and I also built my career on making YouTube videos, whereas I deleted my TikTok like two months ago, three months ago because of how toxic I think it is. Um, so I think that that should be pretty obvious to those of you who are familiar with me. But even if I was coming from a completely blank slate, I would still choose YouTube. And the reason for that is, is that I think that being a YouTube influencer is a lot more powerful because the content on YouTube is much longer. You know, you can upload a two minute video or you could upload a two hour video. You could upload a 10 hour video if you wanted, right? And that flexibility allows you to create videos with no limitations. You can make any type of video that you want, any type of video that your heart desires on YouTube. Whereas on TikTok, you're kind of confined to 60 second videos. And yeah, you could make a series on TikTok where you upload 10 different 60 second videos all about the same topic or something like that, but it's never gonna have the same effect as sitting down and watching a 20 minute YouTube video where you get to hang out with somebody else. The moral of the story is the bond between a viewer and a YouTuber is much stronger than the connection between a viewer and a TikTok creator. I think you can build a much stronger community on YouTube. I also think that TikTok and the algorithm is a lot more toxic on TikTok. And I think TikTok kind of rewards the wrong things. Like TikTok rewards drama and gossip and sometimes inappropriate content, right? And puts that stuff on the For You page and makes that stuff go viral. Whereas I feel like YouTube is a lot more I'm not saying YouTube's perfect either. I'm just saying that I think YouTube is a lot more of a pure platform maybe. Like, yes, there are definitely dramatic and toxic videos on YouTube, but I feel like YouTube and their algorithm is much better at giving you 
good, healthy content. And if, and if, let's say you start getting toxic videos on your explore page, you can very easily curate your algorithm by just clicking like, don't show me videos like this. And then you'll never get videos like that again. You know, I don't know. I just feel like YouTube is a lot less toxic. It's also a lot less addictive. So, you know, you can have a healthy relationship with YouTube as a viewer without getting addicted necessarily. Whereas I feel like on TikTok, it's just so addictive that like you're constantly on it, which is just not something that I think is good for humanity, if I'm being honest. And so I would rather be a YouTube influencer than a TikTok influencer because if you're a TikTok influencer, you're single-handedly adding to that problem. And I don't want to add to that problem. So I'd rather be a YouTube influencer where I'm not contributing to a platform that is inherently toxic for humanity. Somebody said, would you rather never be involved in drama ever again or never get paparazzi ever again? Well, I don't really get paparazzi very often. Like, listen... I don't. I really don't. Um, it's maybe happened to me 10 to 15 times in my whole life. And because of that, it barely affects me. Whereas I hate drama and avoid it at all costs in my life. So if I had the option to never be involved in drama again, I would do that. I hate drama. There's nothing I hate more in my life. I avoid it at all costs. I have anxiety on a daily basis about about drama like trying to avoid it actively and you know trying to stay as far away from it as I possibly can in all capacities I would much rather never be involved in drama again um whereas being paparazzi honestly it just doesn't happen to me like if I was fucking Britney Spears in 2001 I would choose to never be paparazzi again because she was being absolutely harassed right but I'm not in that spot like I've been paparazzi maybe 15 times and every time that it's happened it's been by like one paparazzi whereas like Britney Spears used to get swarmed I don't get swarmed so I'm lucky somebody said would you rather be the queen of England or the president of America Ugh. Honestly, fucking neither. For starters, neither. Those sound like awful, awful jobs. But I think I'd rather be the Queen of England just because, to be completely honest, I don't really know what either of their jobs entail. I don't know what a, the day-to-day -day life of a president or of a queen looks like. But if I use my imagination, being a queen sounds a lot more fun than being the president. I imagine being the Queen of England as waking up, eating pastries and drinking coffee and tea in my garden, going up to my work desk, signing a few papers, and then eating lunch, and then eating dinner, and then going to bed. Now listen, this might be completely insulting to the Queen of England. I have no idea what she does, and I'm not trying to insult her. She might work very hard and constantly. Um, and if that is the case, I'm so sorry, Queen of England. I'm not trying to insult you, but I just really would prefer your position over the president of America. Being the president of America, I actually can't think of something I'd rather do less in my life. If, if somebody said you could either be the president of America or die, I actually might choose dying. Moving on. Somebody said, would you rather be famous in history books 
but not famous when you're alive or be famous while you're alive, but forgotten after you die. Absolutely famous after I die. I would so much rather have a legacy than be famous when I'm alive. And if I'm being honest, I think that's kind of a good deal. I think that's honestly a good deal because even though you'll never know that you were famous, your impact is going to outlive you in a way that is so powerful and that almost keeps you alive in people's hearts. Um, And I just think that that's so cool. And so I would so much rather leave a legacy. Somebody said, would you rather have no taste or be colorblind? Ah, I think I'd rather have no taste just because no, I would rather actually, I would rather be colorblind. Excuse me. Sorry. There was a brief, a brief uh, reroute there because being colorblind, like you can still see everything. You know what I'm saying? It's just, you might not see colors the same as you would otherwise, which would be really difficult, but also you know, you could still see everything, right? And you could still appreciate things like art and the way people look. And, you know, you could still appreciate things, even if you couldn't see colors perfectly. Whereas having no taste would take one of the greatest pleasures out of my life, which is food. Like one of my favorite things to do in life is to go out to eat. I love going out to eat. I love trying new restaurants, trying new cuisines. Like, I love that. I love, you know, different flavors, right? Like, I love trying different flavors of different cultures and things like that. Like, that's something that brings me so much joy. And if that was taken away from me, I would be pretty fucking bummed. The other thing is, I eat like when I, every time I eat a meal, like it is a sacred part of my day. Like I enjoy it and it's like sacred. And if that was taken away from, I don't know. I would, yeah, I would rather be colorblind. Somebody said, would you rather die before your future husband or die after your future husband? So I guess this is saying like when you're old and gray with your future husband, would you rather die before or after them? I would rather die before because that would just mean that I don't have to watch them die. So I would far rather die before them. Um, a thousand percent. If it was up to me, I would die before I ever have to see anyone I love die. Um, unfortunately, that's not how life works. But, you know, in an ideal world, that would be the case for me because I just don't ever I don't. Why would I ever I'd rather be dead myself than have to deal with that. Um if that was an option, you know, and if we're already old and gray, it's like, well, I'll go first. (laughs) I'll go first. Next, somebody said, would you rather drink raw eggs or eat raw meat? I would choose to drink raw eggs because to be honest, I just imagine myself opening my throat and just letting them all fall down my throat. Um, then like eating raw meat would be so fucking disgusting. Like the way you'd have to chew it up in order to swallow it would take like five minutes and it would be chewy and like, ugh, and the flavor would probably be awful. So I would rather drink raw eggs. Somebody said, would you rather drown or be buried alive? I would rather drown because 
I feel like that process would be a lot less painful. I also love the ocean. And as morbid as this is, like, I would rather die in the ocean than die on land under under the you know what I mean? Like if I had to choose to die under soil or under water, I'd rather die underwater because I have more of an emotional connection, I would say, with the ocean than I do with like the land. You know, also I just feel like being buried alive sounds really like that just sounds really bad. It just like both sound awful, but for whatever reason, being buried alive sounds worse. Somebody said, would you rather shave your head or go back to blonde? I would definitely go back to blonde before I'd shave my head. Although I have considered shaving my head before just because it kind of sounds freeing. It just would be so nice not to ever have to think about my hair. But I do like having hair. I like being able to style it. I like how it looks. And I don't think I would like being bald. I think I would like it maybe for like a week. And then I'd be like, okay, this actually kind of sucks. And now I have to grow my whole head of hair back. Like that's not fun. So I'd rather be blonde. Um, even though bleaching your hair damages it so badly that your hair ends up looking terrible. So it is kind of a toss up, honestly, because it's kind of a question of like, would you rather have dry and brittle hair that's blonde or have a shaved head and have a fresh start? Honestly, I would go back to blonde just to play it safe. But I but let's just say that shaving my head would be a runner up. Somebody said, would you rather have no books for the rest of your life or have no social media? Honestly, I would rather have no social media because I would just be better off for it. You know, as much as I do really appreciate social media for its positive impacts and as much as social media is also like a part of my job in a way, I just think that if I were forced to choose one, I would choose books because then it would force me to read even more than I already do now. And it would force me to basically become a smarter person because I would argue that social media doesn't necessarily make you smarter, right? I, I wouldn't say that. Whereas reading books almost always makes you smarter. I mean, it obviously depends on what you're reading, but 99% of the time, reading books will teach you something. And so long term, I would be a better person if I chose books over social media, even if it meant forever. This one is so messed up and I don't even want to answer it. <laughs> but I, I thought I needed to throw a challenging one in here. Somebody said, would you rather save a boat on fire filled with 100 babies or a boat on fire with the love of your life on it? I hate this but I would choose the boat with the love of my life on it now listen I know it's so oh my god but what, like what if they ended up cheating on me like what if I saved the love of my life and they were like oh I'm gonna cheat on you now can you imagine okay anyway but I mean in this scenario if they're the love of your life they're not cheating on you like I guess in this in this theoretical situation like they are the best ever so they wouldn't do that right okay anyway 
I would choose the boat with the love of my life on it. And the reason for that is partially selfish because one of the greatest feelings that you could feel in your life is love for someone like that. And the love of your life is going to look different than your best friend. You know, like everybody's quote unquote love of their life is different. For some people, it's a friend. For some people, it's a significant other. For some people, it's even a family member, like whoever that person is that's like that you love the absolute most, right? That's such a beautiful feeling and such a beautiful connection to have with another person. And although I don't think that it's necessarily like a once in a lifetime chance, like I think you might meet multiple loves of your life throughout your life. I just think about the people that I love most in my life and I don't think I could kill them. Like, I don't think I could kill them. Like, the love that I have for for people in my life is so strong that I would do anything for them, even if that means killing 100 babies in a boat. Like, that's how much I love them. And that's so powerful that I need to stay true to it. You know what I mean? Like, luckily, if I was actually in the scenario in real life, I would just kill myself because I don't think I could actually choose. If I if it really came down to it in real life, I honestly think I would I would die before I made that decision because that would be a decision that I would no matter what choice I made, I would live with such guilt afterwards, true guilt and true remorse to a point that I don't know if my life would be worth living and I actually would probably die before I had to choose one of those. But <clears throat> yeah. Somebody said, would you rather buy 10 things you don't need every time you go shopping or always forget the one thing that you need when you go to the store? I would prefer to always forget the one thing that I needed from the store. And the reason for that is, is that I'm going through a phase of my life right now where I'm trying to declutter my life. Like I'm trying to get rid of as much shit as possible. For the past few months, honestly, I've been slowly but surely picking away at everything that I own, everything that I own, and slowly but surely donating all of it. It, it clothes, you know, skincare, makeup, just like going through everything I own and throwing out or donating anything that's no longer useful to me. Um, obviously, I try to donate as much as possible, but there's some stuff I can't donate, like a half-used bottle of face moisturizer like I'm not going to donate that but you see what I'm saying and so in this scenario if every time I went to the store I bought 10 things I didn't need my god would that build up quick and I know myself and I know that having an excess of stuff in my life makes me anxious and very unhappy I would much rather have not enough or forget something that I needed than to have a surplus because having a surplus of things is so incredibly stressful. It is so incredibly stressful. It is, it's an energy thing. I, I'm not, I don't like to be like too outspoken, if you will, about energy. Cause I know that that's a very abstract concept and something that like, I don't even know really what I'm talking about. I don't know that realm, but I will say that when I have too much stuff in my life, too many things. I feel overwhelmed 
and I feel like it sucks my energy from me. I feel like it's an energy drainer. It takes up too much of my energy and I can't explain it, but it just feels like that. I hate having too much shit. It's so stressful and upsetting. So I would prefer to forget that one thing that I needed from the store every time I went to the store. Because listen, I also love going to the store. Like, it really doesn't bother me to have to go back to the store later to pick up something that I forgot. I don't mind that. Like, I actually like doing that. Sometimes I just go to Target for fun. You know what I mean? So that's that. Somebody said, would you rather only be allowed to listen to your favorite musician's music? For the rest of your life or only be able to listen to one song from each musician for the rest of your life i would rather only be able to listen to one song from each musician and that's just simply because i love variety when it comes to music like some days i am feeling early 2000s indie pop okay and then the next day i'm in the mood for 80s techno and then the next day I'm in the mood for 50s love songs and then the next day I'm in the mood for pop music like I it's constantly evolving and if I could only listen to one artist for the rest of my life I would not be able to have variety I love variety Somebody said, would you rather be covered in fur or covered in scales? I would rather be covered in scales because to be honest, I think it would look really cool and like weirdly like high fashion. Like I feel like it would look fashionable. Like it would be a cool accessory to my outfit to have scales. Like I would kind of look like an alien and it would kind of look cool. Whereas I feel like fur would be like sweaty and uncomfortable. Somebody said, would you rather be extremely emotional or be emotionless and not feel anything? This one's really hard. I honestly might choose to be emotionless. And I don't know if I mean that, you know, like, I don't know if I mean that because that's like, a, you know, emotion gives life purpose. If you don't feel emotion towards anything, then what's the point, right? Like, that's what keeps you motivated is emotion um but at the same time being extremely emotional would be so exhausting and i mean i'm not a super emotional person but i'm also not in like i'm very much in the middle i don't think that i'm overly emotional or underly emotional necessarily unless like i'm on my period then things are obviously different but that doesn't count because that's hormonal and not my fault um I think I'd rather be emotionless because, no, I don't know. You know what? I would rather be extremely emotional because at least I would still feel things. I think that it would actually be really, really sad to not have any emotions at all because I think that it would be really hard to then find a purpose in life. Whereas when you're extremely emotional, it might be um, exhausting to be really emotional, but at least you have a driving force in your life which is emotion you know like emotion is a very large driving force in life um and without it what do you have so yeah as much as being emotionless kind of sounds appealing at times if you really think about it it wouldn't be so great 
Somebody said, would you rather fall in love with somebody that you can't have or settle for somebody that you don't love? I would rather fall in love with somebody that I can't have because settling is equivalent to prison in life. If you settle in life, nine times out of 10, well, it depends on the scenario because sometimes settling in life is necessary and is actually like healthy. Like sometimes you have to settle. Sometimes you don't have a choice. But when it comes to a relationship, that's not a life necessity. That's just an added bonus of life. So you don't have to be in a relationship. Whereas like in a lot of scenarios, you have to have a job, right? So sometimes you might need to settle for a job that you don't love in order to have, you know, enough money to support yourself. Sometimes you have to settle with a family member, right? And compromise in a way. Because your family members are your family members for life. And so sometimes, you know, you might need to make compromises with them or you might need to settle for something in regards to them. But something that is optional, like a relationship, doesn't require the same kind of settling. Like you don't need to settle in a relationship because you don't even need to be in a relationship in the first place. And if you settle in a relationship, your self-esteem will suffer because you consciously know that you're settling for no reason really because you don't need to be in that relationship. You just know that you're settling so that you don't have to be alone, which is not good for your self-esteem because whether you know it or not, it's making you feel weak because you know that you're not seeking the best for yourself and that instead you're settling in something that is unnecessary in life. Also, settling makes you frustrated and annoyed and irritable because you don't like the person that you're with and they don't fulfill you. And that's excruciating to be around and it'll make you more irritable. Now, listen, I know that falling in love with somebody and them not feeling the same is a terrible feeling. But long term, you're better off being alone than you are settling for something that isn't serving you. Somebody said, would you rather get married and have a significant other but not have your cats or have to live as a cat lady for your whole life and you get to keep your cats um I would okay I love my cats so much but I'm I cannot be a fucking cat lady I'm so sorry I can't I am not remotely fulfilled enough by cats to miss out on having a family with a significant other so therefore the cats are going and I love them so much and luckily this is a game of would you rather and I don't even have to choose I can have I can get married one day and have my cats and that's the amazing part about life you know is that I have the I can do that if I want and I will but yeah I would choose getting married rather than my cats Okay, you guys, I could play this game all day, to be honest. I, I love it.
I love Would You Rather. I like it because I like digging into it. I like getting deep into it. I like really thinking about it. Um, anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed. And honestly, I hope that you guys played at home and like asked yourself these questions. Like, which would you rather? You know, do you agree with me? Do you disagree with me? I love, I love it all. And if you want to share your opinions on some of these please feel free to do so. You can tweet me at AG Podcast and share your perspectives. I'm always excited to hear them. And as per usual, hanging out with you this week was a pleasure. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you had fun. If you did, you can review Anything Goes on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also subscribe and follow Anything Goes on any platform you listen to podcasts. And you can follow the Twitter at AG Podcast to participate in upcoming episodes if that's something that you're interested in. Or you could just tune in. Regardless, I'm just very grateful that you showed up and you listened and you hung out with me. And I can't wait to do it again next week. I love you guys so much. Talk soon.